A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back. Just jumped on the Instagram live, going to get some questions sent in now, going to jump through and answer those. You can listen to this on the podcast tomorrow morning, uh, recording all of this, so it'll be available tomorrow at some point. Send your questions in guys, let's get talking, crack and week of footy. Hey mate, how are you? Good to see you again, welcome back. Doing alright Tobias, how are you brother? Good to see you back. Send some questions in guys, let's get talking some footy, do 25 minutes or so. Jacob, welcome back mate, good to see you. A couple of good podcasts dropped today, of course. Uh, we spoke about Brett Morris, his incredible career. Fingers crossed it's not over, but not looking great. Okay, Desi, prediction for the Bulldogs. Uh, mate, I think we got what we sort of expected from Canterbury on the weekend. I uh, thought against the Sharks, uh, far from impressive performance. thought the Cronulla Sharks had two or three opportunities to win that game, sort of just blew it. Uh, the thing that worried me about Canterbury the other night was that Parramatta didn't throw a huge amount of shape at them, and Canterbury, they often had numbers around the ball. They just they just couldn't hold them. I mean, there was that one trial where Micah Sivo scored in the corner, and I couldn't believe that one, to be honest with you. There must have been eight bodies around him. I couldn't believe how many of the Canterbury players were in three metres surrounding Sivo. He still managed to score. Bit of a worry there. Thoughts on Reese Walsh. Spence, mate, uh, he's got the uh, eyeliner of doom at the moment, doesn't he? Uh, I know he's one of your favourites. Rabbitohs or Storm? Oh, I'm going to take the Storm this week, mate. Um, I just think the Rabbitohs, they're missing too many troops. Melbourne, they're really starting to warm to their task at the moment. They're so far from their best, and they're still so good. So I think the Melbourne Storm, they are warming up to something special. Uh, Brandon Smith, getting him back in Jersey 13 is massive. Dale Finucane starting to get match fitness again. Christian Welsh has been unreal. So much upside in this team. We're not sure yet. Teamless Tuesday hasn't come out, so we're not sure if Pappenhausen's back. I highly doubt he will be. But Nico Hines, he's been doing some really good things back there. What's going on at the Raiders? Tappanay's Mrs. and George Williams. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's interesting down there in Canberra. Big test for Ricky Stewart. He's had plenty of challenges in his career, but this is going to be right up there with the very best of them. Uh, when the wives are talking, 
Jeez, it signals a bit of trouble. They, they must be getting a vibe or a gist off the players to some extent. Um, it is a big worry for me down there at the moment. Uh, they've got such a quality side. They've been building to something really special for a long time. It'd be sad to see it end like this. I think it shows the value of Johnny Bateman, though. Just a true competitor, one of those real culture guys, one of those real locker room culture guys. I think losing him has been massive. Adam Reynolds will fix the Sharks next year. Cookie, good to see you, good to see you mate. It's been a while. Uh, Adam Reynolds, yeah, I, I think he's going to be massive for the Cronulla Sharks. I love Adam Reynolds. I've said a number of times, there's only a handful of halfbacks in this competition you actually want. Adam Reynolds is one of them. For him to come up on the market is unbelievable. Uh, blank check for me. Get your hands on Adam Reynolds. They've got Sean Johnson there as well. If they can hold on to SJ... Combine here with Adam Reynolds, it might be the halves partner that uh, SJ's been waiting for his entire career. The way Will Kennedy's going as well, they just need more direction. Chad Townsend's done a really good job, uh, but I think Adam Reynolds, he'll be sensational for them. Champion bloke too. George, g'day, mate. Good to have you. How can Penrith keep going at this rate? Must have troubles with fatigue and tiredness. Uh, yeah, uh, mate, you would think so, but this team... They're different, aren't they? Um, They have got young legs. That's their big advantage. And the game right now, it is suited to young legs. The Penrith Panthers, they're doing extremely well. I worry about experience on the big stages. That's what cost them last year. Uh, For me, the Penrith Panthers, they're in the... You know they're in the kiddies lane for the next twenty odd weeks. They're just waiting for finals footy to kick off. Uh, that'll be the big test for them. They have to get through the origin period as well. They didn't have to do that last year. They'll probably be missing more troops this year. Uh, Isaiah Yell will probably play. Nathan Cleary will play. You could see to- oh, you could see Jerome Cle- uh, Jerome Luai. So could be missing a number of troops. There will be a big test with them. Adam Hobbs, good to see you, mate. Thoughts on Ikevalu as BMO's replacements? Yeah, really like Ikevalu, mate. Uh, big fan of him. Another guy that I think is going to be crucial for the. Roosters over the next few weeks uh, will be Adam Kieran. He played for North Sydney on the weekend, looked really good, played a, about 65 minutes at hooker. I'm not sure where he's going to be in first grade. I mean, they might be trying to use him as a nine. I think they're looking at him at that Mitch Orbison style, but he's a guy you could play at centre. You could potentially play him at 5'8". I know the Roosters keep winning. I'm not overly impressed with Drew Hutchinson at the moment. Adam Kieran, he's a guy that I think could come into this side and have huge impact. He's going to be a real silver lining at the back end of this season, I think, depending on how they use him. How do you think the Rabbitohs go over the next four weeks now with injuries to Murray and Reynolds? Yeah, it's just going to be a case of white knuckling for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Just hold on, see what happens. Uh, I think it's a big opportunity for Cody Walker. He's obviously going to have Benji Marshall next to him, so huge chance for Cody Walker to stand up in the next four weeks. Obviously, you'll see uh, Latrell Mitchell return, which will be massive, so you'll have halves of Cody Walker, Benji Marshall. It doesn't get much more exciting than that, especially in the modern game. I think South Sydney will be all right. Too bad they play Melbourne this week. Doesn't get any tougher than that, essentially. Um, but I think South Sydney, they're a pretty good system. Wayne Bennett, he tends to get the best out of blokes. There'll be a couple of guys that'll be, you know, really going hard to make an impression in first grade. Guys I'm excited to see are guys like Tane Milne. Hopefully he gets a shot to show what he can do. He's a guy I'm a huge fan of. He's got a lot more ability than what he's shown over the last few years. So great to see Tane get a chance. You know, Stevie Masters will come back in. Good opportunity for him to prove a lot of people wrong. A lot of defensive issues that have been noticed by many people, including myself. So interesting few weeks for South Sydney, but... At this point of the season, seeing how they're traveling, to get some of your reserve grade guys some reps in first grade, it could be much worse, I think. I don't mind it for them, to be honest with you. 
Who would you be target? Who would be your next target for the Warriors to help build around Walsh? Um, mate, I love the forward pack at the moment for the New Zealand Warriors. I love the halves at the moment. I, you know, Chanel Harris Tavita's still got to walk back into this team. I'm a huge fan of him. Reese Walsh at fullback. Rocco Berry, I mean, he's been impressive, but I'm telling you, you're scratching the surface on this kid. Once he grows into his body, I think you'll see him come back next season with a few more um, kilos on him, and I think he'll be really lethal. The Warriors, they are building to a really good spot. I just hope they keep all these recruits that have signed up to essentially play for the Warriors in Australia. Hopefully when they have to go live in New Zealand and whatnot, it's the same story. It's the one thing I'm a little bit worried about. Where can the Bulldogs improve in signing? Mate, I'm not sure how much more the Canterbury Bulldogs can do or sign. They signed Naden the other day. I think that has to be their last outside back they signed, though. My God, there's some there's some serious talent getting around in that back line, but... I mean, you can only pick X amount of them each week. Uh, I think they need to bolster up their forward pack as well. A couple of aging guys in there. You know, Josh Jackson, I'm not sure how much longer he's got left in the legs. But Brandon Smith's on the market as well. I think they need a nine. Uh, you got Daryl Clark over there in the, in the English comp. A couple of guys floating around. I think they need a hooker. Brad Dietz, I really like. Um, not sure if he's going to be your full-time nine, though. Jeremy Marshall King will come back. Just not sure how much upside there is in Jeremy Marshall King. Same as Katoa. I think they're going to have to go and get someone. Um, but, yeah, Canterbury, they're on the improve. Matty Burton will hopefully arrive next year. If you listen to Greg Alexander, he won't. But uh, fingers crossed he does because Canterbury, they really need him in the system. Do you think that the draw a team gets can determine how they will go for the season? Uh, do, oh, I mean, a draw plays a part, mate, but you got to play what's in front of you. you got to deal with it. Sometimes you get a good draw, sometimes you don't. Um, if you go in the attitude that the draw is going to determine how your season's going to go, you've already lost for me. Um, you know, there's good draws, there's bad draws. Deal with it, play footy, get on with it. Sad news about Brett Morris. Yeah, terrible news about... Brett Morris, mate, um, so devastating. I dropped a podcast on it earlier today, so go and have a listen to that. Um, an unbelievable competitor, champion bloke, just the most reliable winger we've ever seen, and reliability, I think it's the most underrated asset in rugby league right now. To have a winger that you know isn't going to make mistakes, that you know is going to come out of his own end, that you know that you can throw any shape you want and you can just hit your winger without even having to look and you know BMOS is going to be in the right position, it's unreal. Justin Gamble overhyped a bit for one game. Uh, oh, I mean, mate, it is what it is. Uh, the guy came in with an attitude. I saw him before kickoff sort of smiling, a real right in the line where you draw that line between confidence and arrogance. Um, I was a little bit nervous when I first saw him come out because I thought, geez, he's he's really doubling down here. But, geez, at 22-0, he really stood up and he delivered. Um, maybe a little bit overhyped after one game, but I think we're just excited to see some fight in the Broncos. These are the sort of guys you need to get around, the guys that are going to stand up and, you know really stick it to him and stand up and want to play for that jersey. And Tyson Gamble, no doubt about it, he wanted to play for that jersey. Maybe he is overhyped, but I'll tell you what, I'm excited to see him there. What's your opinion on the conference system? Uh, I'm not huge on it. Uh, I think we're making change for the sake of making change, to be honest with you. Uh, conference system doesn't really tickle my fancy. I'm a big fan of a lot of American sports, especially NFL I think it works there, but just because we're used to it, I don't think we need to uh, we, we need to make that change, to be honest with you. I don't think our spread of teams works overly well either with it, uh, with, you know, nine teams in Sydney. Um, you know, I, I sort of had a look at how they do it, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. But uh, Peter Vlandes, we know he's not afraid to make change. He's not afraid to make controversial changes either. So going to be interesting to see how it plays out. 
the Johns brothers and Sonny Bill Williams coaching Samoa. Yeah, I don't see how this could possibly be a negative. Uh, Josiah, I really like this one. I think that the, the Johns brothers would be sensational. Having Sonny Bill Williams in any building is going to be really good for it. Samoa especially. Um, yeah, I, I think having Matty Johns, I think he's one of the smartest minds in football. Between him and Peter Sterling, I don't know if it can get any better, to be honest with you. So I think that would be sensational for them. And I think it would really – you'd be able to make a big push like what Tonga has over the last few years to bring a heap of these guys away from Australia and New Zealand, these sort of sides, and into the Samoan squad. I think it would be a massive draw card to have an immortal – to have Matty Johns there and probably more importantly to have Sonny Bill Williams there. I think it'd be sensational. Tyson Gamble's a beast. Yeah, he's very impressive, mate. Um, Brett Morris, greatest winger of all time. Name a better winger. Yeah, look, mate, it's hard to argue with. Uh, Brett Morris has been sensational. As I've said all week, I'm not sure if he is the best. He arguably could be, uh, and I wouldn't push back on anyone that says he is the best. Uh, You've obviously got a lot of guys like Kenny Irvine that have been unbelievable. There's a lot of guys from past generations that you could go to. I would also look at a guy like Wendell Saylor. Uh, he really changed the game as far as the sort of wing play that he brought to our game. And I was talking to Tony Durkin the other day. He was in the Broncos system in the year 2000. He essentially said, you know, we went out there with a six-man forward pack and then two forwards on the wing, essentially, and Lottie Takiri and Wendell Saylor. So Wendell Saylor's right up there. A lot of guys that played like centre and wing, you're talking like your Andrew Eddinghausens. Uh, I remember when Israel Flower burst onto the scene playing on the wing, he was sensational. But no doubt about it, Brett Morris, he is right up there. Uh, I think Kenny Irvine would have a thing or two to say about the best wingers, who's a guy that I didn't get to see, obviously. Thoughts on Newcastle and where to for the rest of 21? Yeah, look, this is something I spoke about last week on the podcast about Newcastle before the Roosters game. I said that this Newcastle team, they're really struggling at the moment and they're very lucky that there's a couple of other for a better use of a word, uh, shitter teams in the competition, whether it be Canterbury, uh, the Broncos up until last week or whatever. I think the Knights have sort of flown under the radar a little bit for how poorly they've been going. And I think they really got their pants pulled down the other day against the Sydney Roosters at home, conceding 38 points. I mean, you have a look at the guys the Roosters are missing. Um, Tedesco would walk straight into the Newcastle side. Jake Friend would walk into the Newcastle side. Boyd Cordner would walk into the Newcastle side. So they're missing a lot of quality troops. They lost Lindsay Collins during the contest uh, pretty late. The, the game was already over there. But a lot of guys that the Roosters are missing, a lot of guys that I think are playing through injury still, I'm thinking Victor Radley, Takiaho, these sort of guys, and they still did a number on the Newcastle Knights. I think the one thing you got to remember with Sam Walker at the moment, as good as he's going, as unreal as he is, teams don't have a lot of tape on him at the moment. They will start to figure him out as the season goes. But, mate, the amount of talent he's got and the variety in his game he's got, that, that that's what is really challenging a lot of these teams. When you don't have much tape on guys, and the tape they do have is under-19s. It is, you know, piss-weak defense sort of footy. So... This kid, he's got a big advantage at the moment that not none of these teams have worked him out yet. But, geez, he's taken full advantage of it. Um, shouldn't it be the responsibility of the halves to get for feet of the ball? Uh, Ned, great question, mate. I've spoken about this a lot, that it's going to be really dangerous when David Fafita is in a team with halves that know how to use him. I think Fogarty and Ash Taylor have been really impressive this year. But, mate, Fafita is one of those footballers and that can do absolutely anything. He can have such an impact on a game of football. I think it's time that David Fafita starts to take some responsibility as far as bringing himself into games. Halves can do, you know, only so much. You have to be hungry enough and want to have impact on the game yourself. And, you know, we've seen him score three tries in a half twice this year and everyone 
raves about him. You know, I said it last week. He scored three tries and a half. Everyone put him in team of the week. This, that, praising him. He's, you know, first guy since Steve Menzies to score X amount of tries. He had three touches in the second half, yeah? You need more out of your players. Like, yes, he scored three tries in the first half. Incredibly impressive. His team lost, and he had three touches in the second half. It's not up to standard. They do need more out of this guy, and he's got the ability to be one of the best in the competition. Um, I want to see more from him. He's an origin rep. He would have been a kangaroo by now if it wasn't for COVID. So, yes, I want to see more out of him. I want to see him bring himself into the game. He's just so talented. It's such a waste at the moment. Um, who else do the Titans need to sign new six and new nine? Yeah, definitely a new nine, mate. I think nine is the most crucial spot for the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, you've obviously uh, like you've got Brandon Smith, who's on the market. He's a guy I'd be going after uh, potentially. If depending on what happens with Tom Starling and Josh Hodgson, I can't see this marriage lasting too much longer. I think one of them will have to leave in the next eighteen months or so. It's going to be an opportunity there. There's rumours about them signing Daryl Clark over from the English Super League. He's another hooker that I really like. Uh, you are taking a bit of a punt, though. I mean, taking an English hooker from over there onto the Gold Coast is a big change. It's not going. It's not like going down to Canberra. So that'll be a big test. But yeah, hooker is definitely a spot that they need to bulk up there. Jacob Otto, Nathan Cleary has to be the favourite for the Daily M and Sam Walker, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, mate, I think Nathan Cleary would have to be your red-hot favourite uh, for the Daly M medal. Sam Walker, Rookie of the Year, extremely hard to argue with. I think Josh Schuster and I think Dane Laurie are going to be incredibly unlucky to be come along in the same year as Sam Walker as far as Rookie of the Year goes. Uh, but I think both of those are hard to argue with. Nathan Cleary, he is just playing unreal at the moment. Lights out sort of footy. Any raps on Zach Sini? Was he making much noise in the lower grades? I actually watched their game last week because uh, I wanted to see how Sean Bloor was going. Uh, there's one kid that was on the wing for them, Alan Fitzgibbon. I thought he was he is so quick. He's going to be right up there with the very quickest in the NRL if he gets a go. But, yeah, Zach Sini, he was standing out in reserve grade. I've only seen him play two or three times, and you got exactly, you know, you saw exactly what you get from him on Sunday. He is just a goer. Yeah, he's just one of those old-school sort of footballers. He just loves the game. He just goes at it 100%. So, yeah, I've been pretty impressed with him. I actually thought Alan Fitzgibbon would probably get a gig in first grade before he did, uh, but, geez, he took it with both hands. He was sensational the other day. What did you think of the Broncos-Halves combo on Friday? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, I thought Brody Croft just steady... Uh, sorry, I thought Anthony Milford uh, was strong without being fantastic. Uh, not the Milford that we know previously, but I thought he was strong, and I really liked the whole halfback Tyson Gamble. If nothing else, I just love the attitude he brings. He just he looks you straight in the eye, and he goes at you. I love that. Who wins in a draft try between Grant and Luai? Uh, personally... I would rather have Grant. I had both of them last year, mate. Obviously, Grant was in a different team, but I would probably rather have Grant. Um, a bit more of a consistent scorer. Luai, he is on that edge that is just unbelievable. So he can pump out, you know, 130 on any given week. But he tends not to go nuclear, whereas Harry Grant, once he's playing 80 minutes, he can really be anything. They've got a couple of forwards in, you know, Tui Kamakamika, Christian Welsh, uh, Jesse Bromwich. These guys, they're all really good on the line as well. Um, Brandon Smith as well. So... A lot of advantage line plays there that you can see Harry Grant put on. And his running game, it is incredible off the back of that forward pack. 
Isaiah Papali, best signing of the year. Adam Hobbs, yeah, mate, I think he's right up there. I saw Joey and Freddie name him as their best signing of the year. I think uh, it's pretty spot on. I remember watching him in the trials and thinking, wow, this guy, he has gone to a new level. But there simply won't be a spot for him. And, wow, he's. I, I think now he's probably forced Sean Lane out of that starting side. I think you saw it the other night, but I think it's definitely going to stay that way. And I'll tell you what, I love Nathan Brown. Huge fan of him. But when Isaiah Papali was playing through the centre third, I think he was more effective than Nathan Brown as well. So, yeah, a scary signing. He's done really good things. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Raiders focused on blaming other teams and the refs, but never at themselves. A bit arrogant. Kind of deserve what they're getting. I wouldn't say that, mate. Um, I know as a as a system, the Canberra Raiders, when I had Brett White on the podcast, we spoke a lot about uh, that grand final and the six again and all that. And at no point were they trying to blame the referees for that. They knew they had to be better. Uh, I'm not quite sure what you're referring to, Ricky Stewart. He does have an outburst in him, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say the Raiders are getting what they deserve, though, to be honest with you, mate. But... I am a, not a Canberra Raiders fan, but I'm a fan of that system down there. So potentially I am a little bit biased. Thoughts on Hopawate? Um, assuming you mean Will Hopawate from Canterbury, Des. Uh, yeah, I really do like him, mate. I think he's got a lot to offer. Really talented guy. I still don't know what his best position is. Uh, I think it's probably fullback, to be honest with you. I think at times he can be a little bit wasted at centre. We had that play a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember who it was against, where he was He was away down the right-hand side edge, and he sort of jagged back in it. Um, I think it was against the Warriors. I, I, I think it might have been against their 5-8. I'm not sure who it was, but that was worrying signs. But... Uh, Mate, I mean, considering how his career started, I remember when he burst on the scene in 2011 at Manly, and uh, you just thought this kid was going to be an all-time talent. He went away on his Mormon mission. He signed with Parramatta a couple of years in advance. Probably has never kicked on to be what he what we thought he would be. But I think if he would have landed in a different system to Canterbury, I think it could have been a very different story. Lachlan, I can be a proud Broncos fan after that game. Bloody oath you can, mate. Uh, you should be a very, very proud Broncos fan after that game, mate. Hopefully it's the start of something good for you. Um, Milford being re-signed looks unlikely such a talent when he's on top of his game do you see him in B grade slash Super League maybe a 14 in the NRL somewhere yeah Tobias I think it's going to be really interesting with Milford where he lands Uh, personally it's not a risk I would be willing to take he would need to take a huge pay cut for me to gamble on him um yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one with Milford, mate. I really don't know. I remember watching him down in Canberra and just thinking, fuck, this kid is going to be unreal. I was there at the 2015 Grand Final to watch that game. And for me, he was the best on field. You can tell me Thurston or whatever other dribble you want. For 79 minutes and 45 seconds, Anthony Milford was the best player on the field in a Grand Final. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of time with Milf, but I'm just not sure about how he's going. Um, what did you think of Gamble? Thought Gamble was really good, mate. Um, Milford could come back to Canberra if George Williams goes home. I don't think Canberra take that punt, mate. And you don't really want to run around with Milford and Jack White, in my opinion. Yeah, we've seen Milford without a dominant seven next to him. It's not pretty. They won't be taking that Gamble. Okay. Um, did the Broncos show the Titans true colours for this year? I wouldn't say they showed their true colours. I think this is just the Gold Coast Titans, mate. Uh, 
you know, they're a system built around young guys in their spine, essentially. Uh, they've got a couple of forwards that are still trying to find themselves. They're still missing Tino as well. Um, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say this is the Gold Coast Titans. I think they will have these games where they switch on and off. I think that's just the sort of system they are. I think that's the Gold Coast. It's where they're from. It's what they, it's what the Gold Coast are, essentially. Um, hopefully that turns around, though. I don't think this is who they are. Um... Has your opinion changed on the Magic Round matchups this year? Mate, I would have to have a look at the Magic Round matchups. I might just get them up quickly. Now, I know when I looked at them at the start of the year, I was a little bit disappointed. I didn't understand the scheduling behind it. Um, but I'll have a look at it now and see what they are again. Okay, so Tigers, Newcastle. Uh, yeah, not a bad game. Not much doing there. Uh, Manly Broncos. That should be a good game, to be honest with you. Manly back in form with Tommy Turbo. Brisbane um, c- coming off a high over the last few weeks. So hopefully they're still traveling well once that kicks off. Uh, Bulldogs and the Raiders. Bit of a dead rubber there. Um, assuming the Raiders find themselves and play well. Sharks and South Sydney, the old Adam Reynolds Cup. Uh, Roosters, Cowboys, not much doing there. Yeah, look, mate, I'm not overly keen on these draws. I understand that – I understand Magic Round is, you know, you obviously want to use your best games. Like, you wouldn't move a Roosters versus South Sydney up there. I would have liked to see maybe a grand final replay, maybe a Melbourne uh, taking on the Penrith Panthers. Maybe you do, like, old grand final themes, whether it be, I don't know, Roosters, Warriors. I don't know, something. I just feel like if I was to go to this, I would expect really good matchups. We didn't really get them last year. I feel like there's no there's no games here that really stand out for me, to be honest with you. There's no games that I would get super excited about if I was going to them. So, And I know it's hard to schedule a year in advance. I know you don't want to waste your good games on sending them to Brisbane, but, geez, this is a weekend for the fans, isn't it? I mean, for the guy, for the people that are willing to pay their money to go to Brisbane, to be there for four, three nights in a row, whatever it is, um, I think they need to do a little bit more. That's just my opinion, though. Uh, does Payne Haas have to be a Blues starting front rower? Doesn't have to be. Uh, could quite easily come off the bench. I think Jank Trevojevic is going to be the interesting one. I'm not sure if he's going to make this origin team. As crazy as that sounds, there's a lot of talent running around. I assume they're going to go for a 14 like Ryan Pappenhausen or someone if he's fit. Um, so Jake Trevojevic, I think he's under a little bit of pressure, which is crazy considering I would have picked him as my captain last year. Do you think Adam Reynolds will go to the Sharks? I do, mate. I do. Kieran, who do you think will win Origin? Uh, probably a little bit biased, but I'm going to say the Blues. I think there's too strong on paper. The thing I worry about, though, I think Queensland's got the more players to gain off the back of last year winning that series, so they will take a lot of confidence into that. Dragon, zero from three since Maguire joined. Just saying, yeah, uh, you got to feel sorry for Moose, don't you? I think he left the Cowboys. As he left the Cowboys, they went on a winning streak. He arrived at the Dragons when they were on a winning streak, and then they started to lose. Um, I don't really think it says much about him, though, to be honest with you, mate. Charlie, are you impressed by Parramatta's form at the moment? Yeah, they're going great, Parramatta. They're going really well. Look, I never had any doubt Parramatta being the finals. It's what they do in the finals that I want to see a change from Parramatta. Um, I think we all knew they were going to play finals footy this year. It's just a matter of how they handle it. They've got guys like Mitch Moser, Clint Gutherson, brilliant players, but they haven't been able to own the big stages just yet. So I'm really interested to see how they handle it. I thought Mitch Moser's, you know, and I, I know it's not a huge deal, but I thought that... You know, the confidence that he would have taken last year from playing in that um, Australian Sevens competition or what it was, I I thought I was out there for those two days. I thought he looked so confident, so happy. 
And I thought maybe he'd turn the corner, but finals footy last year, he didn't quite produce what I wanted him to. Um, so big test for him this year. And look, every halfback goes through this stage of their career. So it's just a, you know, one of those um, one of those mental hurdles the Parramatta Eels have to jump. Roasty, hey, mate, welcome back. Good to see you back up and running again. We missed you. Um, who do you think will get the spoon this year? I think it's going to be hard to go past Canterbury, mate. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just you want to see them do well. God, you want to see them do well, but there's just not much doing there. There isn't much desperation there. There was desperation against the Sharks, but I'm not sure if it had much to do. Uh, I'm not sure if it had more to do with the Sharks not being overly impressive, Sean Johnson being really raw coming back, or Canterbury being desperate. I'm not sure. And after watching them on the weekend, serious worry there. Uh, what were your thoughts on Edward Cossey call up? Didn't really see all that much of him, to be honest with you, mate. Probably not fair for me to make a judgment call on him. Does Kirk Cable have to leave the Panthers to get full amount out of his career? I cannot see the threesome between Kikau, Martin, and Kate will last any longer. Does Kate will have to go to Brizzy? Uh, Kate will could go to Brizzy. Depends if you want to be a starter or you want to be a premiership winner. Uh, I'm not saying the Panthers will win a premiership, but good God, they're a really good hope of it. And I think Kirk Cate will, he could be a really critical part of that. I also think him coming off the bench, he plays a sensational role for them. I think the bench is more important now than what it ever has been in rugby league and it's not really a downgrade anymore. I said this at the start of the season, got a heap of pushback but you're starting to see it now. The bench, it's not uh, you, you know, I, I, I get these idiots on Instagram that want to message me and say, oh, you'd, you wouldn't even make the bench for blah, blah, like the bench is some sort of insult. It's not anymore. It's a critical part of your game and you need some really talented players on your bench. I think Kirk Cable, he's been doing a sensational job, even if he's not in the starting side. Do you think Jock Madden should get a go at the Tigers? Yeah, I really like Jock Madden, mate. As I said, been watching a little bit of West Tigers reserve grade, the Magpies. I think he's looked really strong. I uh, wouldn't be shocked to see him get a go soon. Uh, thoughts on Adam Reynolds at the Sharks. Yeah, Ethan, really excited to see him go there, mate. Um, not overly happy about it. I think I'd love to see him finish off at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, but this is Rugby League in 2021. Uh, it is what it is. Got to do the best thing for his family. Um, do you think Drinky will accept the Cow's two-year deal? For the sake of the Cowboys, I sincerely hope he does. Uh, but if I was Drinkwater, I think I'd be starting to look at the market, to be honest with you. Hey, Guru, man. Hey, Azar, what's your opinion on what's going on with Bronx losing players all the time? Yeah, it's hard, mate. It's hard with the Broncos. You can't you can't keep them all. Um, it's getting harder and harder to keep them all when you're not overly successful. I mean, it used to be the Broncos. They could pick and choose who they let go. It's like they're having trouble holding on to them now. Well, it is that they're having trouble holding on to them now. Uh, it's not ideal, but, you know, they have got a quality set of players in their 30-man squad at the moment. You've still got Katoni Staggs to come back. So, yes, they're losing a lot of good talent, but I think they're also keeping their fair share of good talent as well. So, um, yeah, Reese Walsh, though, he's one that I cannot believe he was allowed to go. Uh, Tommy Dearden... I'm a big fan of Dearden. I think it's actually best for him to go. I think this is similar to Luke Brooks' situation. I think this is a marriage that might not... Might not. It, it wasn't probably meant to work, to be honest with you. I think a divorce will be perfect here. I think Tommy Dearden will do really well up there at the North Queensland Cowboys. Um, Brody Cross, State of Origin half. No, no, thank you. Missed me with that. 
Uh, how about Zach Lomax? Eh? Supercoach Whisperer, unlucky brother. Uh, brought in Zach Lomax this week, as I'm sure a lot of people did. Uh, some of that round 13 planning already down with an injury. It's really stru- really stung him. Whisperer doing it tough, very much so. <laughs> he said threesome. Nice, Jacob. Uh, do you think anyone can beat the Panthers on their current form? Yes, uh, someone will beat the Penrith Panthers. They will not go undefeated this season. Um, the NRL is simply too hard to get up each and every week over a long period of time. Uh, the Penrith Panthers, they will, you know, every time the Penrith Panthers show up to a game, they're playing a team that wants to test themselves and see where they're at. There is going to be a week. It might be during Origin. It might be after Origin. It might be leading into the finals. I don't know when it's going to be, but it's going to come eventually where the Penrith Panthers will lose a game. The NRL is just too tough and too mentally straining to be up each and every day. But, good God, they're giving it a red-hot crack, aren't they? Do you think Fafita will get a run this week? I think you're talking about Andrew. Uh, I probably doubt it, to be honest with you, mate. He's not a guy that I would... I think his suspension ends this week from a high shot in reserve grade. He's a guy that I would definitely want to get some miles in the legs before I bring him into first grade. Uh, But they are searching for answers, aren't they, the Cronulla Sharks? Oh, actually, Hamlin Ueli's gone down injured, hasn't he? Yeah, so you might see Andrew Fafita come in. Hopefully he does. I don't think he'll be playing huge minutes if he does, though, mate. Can the Raiders make the top four? You know what? I actually reckon they potentially can. Uh, I've always been a big fan of the Raiders' system. They're going like a busted arsehole. They look awful. And I think they're coming eighth or ninth around that mark. So they're not that far off. But the teams in the top four, I don't see many of them dropping out. So it's going to be tough. I think that come the back end of the season, the Camp Raiders have the potential to be playing as a top four side. Whether they're in the top four or not, that's another story, though. Good question, Charlie. Um, as our Stags is waiting to see who gets to play seven before he re-signs to play six, the rumor is. Yeah, I'm sure Stags is also waiting to see every other offer that comes into him. Uh, this is going to be a big contract for him, whichever way he goes, coming off an ACL as well. Um, yeah. yeah, you're not sure how he's going to come back. You know, we've seen guys that come back from an ACL, they're not the same footballer they were. So interesting times for Katoni Stags. He's obviously backing himself, uh, which is good to see. I'll never bag a player for um, getting that bag of money. Knights fan, I'm disappointed with how the season started. There's glimpses of us having something there. We just can't seem to deliver. Yeah, mate, there is so many. There are so many glimpses. It's ridiculous. You're going to get pierced back, which will be great. But I'm so, like, you shouldn't be dropping this far off the side of the earth without Mitchell Pierce. You've got enough talent in this side uh, to compete without him. It's been very disappointing. Um, you seem to hype up all the debuts that are yet to show anything great, mate. Uh, Reese Walsh, I think he's showed a little bit. Rocco Berry, he's definitely shown some. Uh, you know, we, the one we hyped up the most last year was Harry Grant before his debut. I think he's done reasonably well. He'll be the Kangaroos hooker now. So um, we don't get them all right. We don't claim to. But uh, I think we get a fair share right, to be honest with you, Stevie. Uh, do you think Fafita could slot in a centre like Meninga? I was actually thinking the other day about Mal Meninga and thinking who he... If I had to compare him to someone in our modern game, it probably would be Dave Fafita. Um, I mean, you could put Fafita at centre, but, jeez, I wouldn't be wanting to give him get him further away from the ball, to be honest with you. Uh, I think that's a recipe for disaster. But if I was playing centre opposing this guy, last guy I want to deal with. Will RTS carve up in Union? Yeah, I'm expecting RTS to do well. I think everyone's expecting him to walk into this all-black side. Personally, 
I'm not as confident that he will. I think Roger's an unbelievable talent, but I don't think people understand just how good this system is. They are incredible. So I think it'll be very interesting to watch. I don't think it'll be as easy for Roger as what us league fans believe it will be, though. Thoughts on Daryl Clark to the Titans? Yeah, Daryl Clark's a guy that I really like. I think it's interesting uh, bringing Pommies to the Gold Coast. Uh, It's a big climate change and whatnot, and the Pommies that they have brought off the top of my head haven't gone incredibly well. Um, So interesting to see how that one plays out. Do you see Sharks beating Panthers this week? No, I don't. Sorry, mates. Um, thoughts on Caleb Aikens, how he's playing to see the potential. Yeah, I think Caleb Aikens is a really good little football. I don't think he's ever going to be a full-time starting fullback somewhere. I think he's just always going to um, sort of fill spots. I, I think he's got journeyman written all over him, but I think he's going to be a really solid journeyman. And there's nothing wrong with being a journeyman. The rugby rugby league needs him. You look at Michael Gordon, carved an incredible career out of being a journeyman. David Kidwell, these sort of guys. Uh, so journeymen, they have a lot to offer, and I think he's going to be a really good one in a really critical position. Do you think when he gets to the grand final that Penrith will get too cocky again and then end up with the same result as last year? Uh, potentially, mate. Um, I wouldn't say they got too cocky last year, to be honest with you. I think they just lacked experience. I think there's a big difference between those two. Um, and they came up against the most experienced side in the competition, the Melbourne Storm, a heap of finals games and whatnot, up against Cameron Smith, who the most experienced player we've ever seen. And his um, his calming influence over that side, it really showed in that grand final. Just a couple more questions, mate. What are your thoughts on the conferences? Yeah, as I said before, not huge on the conferences. Uh, it's really not convinced on it. Uh, where do you think the Dragons are going to finish? I think the Dragons will finish in the bottom five or six. Asked me three weeks ago, I probably would have said they can potentially make the eight, though. I am not hiding away from the fact that I've got no idea what the Dragons are going to do week to week. Absolutely no idea whatsoever. Uh, I'm going to answer some of the questions that are down in this questions column. What do you reckon, Nicovalo? Yep, RTS, mean all black. Uh, yeah, not sure if RTS will jump straight in. Jake Trevojevic to play Origin. Not sure if Turbo makes it. Jerbo, sorry, makes the blue side. Um, I think he'd be very unlucky not to make it, but there's so much talent getting around that it's really hard to say. As the Chiefs spoke to Baz, to your knowledge, no idea what's going on with Brandon Smith. Sorry, mate, not going to pretend like I do know. Uh, in your opinion, does Swali start for the Roosters? If not, who plays? Uh, depends on Tedesco. If Tedesco doesn't play, I think you will see the debut of Suwali. Just keep an eye on Adam Kieran, though. He's a guy that could jump in at centre and play there. He's a really talented guy who I think is going to have a big impact on the back end of the Roosters' season. I think he's going to be the next sort of Mitch Orbison sort of role. Um, I sort of said at the start of the season, I didn't think he'd be a starting halfback, and people thought that I thought he was shit or something. I just don't think he's a starting seven in the NRL. I think he can fill a hole in a lot of spots, and I think he's going to be really effective, though, Adam Kieran. So he's one to keep an eye on. Thanks for your questions again tonight, guys. was sensational. Bobby, thanks for that, mate. I appreciate it, mate. Um, if you want to have a listen to all of this entire Q&A, it'll be available on the podcast tomorrow, probably tomorrow morning, if not in the afternoon. Cheers for joining us on the live again, guys. Have a good one. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.